What's up, everybody? This is another episode of Authentic Light with Xavier Warmick Butler. Now, in this episode, we have a powerful man of God, apostolic minister. And we're going to be talking about children's ministry and why it's so important in the days we live in right now to reach our young brothers and sisters. Before we get into it, let's go ahead and pray. And we'll jump straight into it. Lord and Father, we worship you. Thank you, Jesus, for bringing us together, God. Thank you, Jesus, for another day, another week. Thank you, Jesus, for everything that you do. God, I pray right now that every single brother and sister listening, that is a blessing to them. In Jesus' name, and God, I pray right now that you help us, God, to open our hearts. Help us, God, to be used by you. Help us, Jesus, to, to receive what you are sending us. We worship you, Jesus. Thank you again. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Let's get straight into it. Episode, we have a very, very special guest. Now I do not I haven't known the brother for a very long time, but I know he has a burden for lost souls, especially with the children's ministry. So I'd like to interest everybody to Brother Ethan, Brother Ethan, can you please tell everyone your name, where you're from, um, a little bit about what you do, and just a little bit about yourself. Sure, sure. Well, uh, my name is Ethan Hescox, and I am from Newcastle, Indiana, and I'm 24 years old, and I've been able to evangelize full-time, if you could say full-time, with 2020. Since 2019, I specialize in uh, children's ministry. And uh, so, yeah, right now I'm here in, in uh, Germany, in Munich, uh, Mannheim, Germany, and uh, got. Praise the Lord. I think Brother, Brother Ethan, Brother Ethan's uh, connection. Can you Hello. hear me, Brother? I can hear you. Okay. Yeah. I don't know right, what's so, going on with this thing. <laughs> it's okay. No, it's okay. We're going to push through it. In Jesus' name, we're going to push through it. Uh, so the, the verse for this, this episode is going to be uh, Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6, which says, uh, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. So, brother, I'm not going to waste any more of your time. I'm not going to waste your time. Um, I have three questions I want to ask you, and then at the end, I'll ask, you know, if you have anything else you want to say. But, um, my first question is, why do you believe it's so important for children to be reached with the gospel and not just the gospel, but the truth of the gospel and be filled with the Holy Ghost at a young age? Sure. Well, first off, the Bible says in Psalm 127, verse three, lo, children are a heritage of the Lord and the fruit of the womb is his reward. Amen. And and so uh, what that means is children's are, children are a gift from God. Uh, and an, another translation goes on to say that they are the best gift from God. Mm. You know, he loves his children. Uh, and so uh, the thing is, you know, the world we live in today uh, is an ugly, ugly world. And uh, I don't know really that it's possible for somebody to come up in our public education system uh, and make it all the way through, you know, serving God without the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, I think I was thinking as preparing for today, 
stories have come to mind. And, um, and one of the stories I want to share was written many, many years ago in an apostolic magazine. And uh, it was about this little girl named Sharoni who lived in the island country of Sri Lanka. And I've told this story many times um, in my travels, but it's a great example of why it's so important for these children to truly know Jesus and know the power of the Holy Ghost. And, um, and so one day, uh, her and her mom, had, they had made their way to an apostolic church for the first time. Okay. And her mom and dad got baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost, and, uh, and Sharoni had been going to Sunday school. And while she was in Sunday school, she learned about this Jesus and learned about the power that's in his name and learned all about him that she needed the Holy Ghost. And, uh, and so uh, they were kept going, were being faithful, learning. And so uh, just out of nowhere, um, a tsunami was coming for the island. And so everybody that lived on the island was running up to the top of this mountain, trying to get away from the water that was soon to be there. And uh, her, she had her mom on one side and her dad on the other side. Um, and so she's right in the middle and they're just running as fast as they can. And so uh, a wall of water comes up behind them, but it missed them. And they thought, praise God, you know, we're going to be okay. We're going to make it. And then another wall of water came uh, and it got them and it dragged her mom one way and her dad the other way. And she was pushed deep down in this water. She began to push and fight for her life. And, uh, and finally, she was able to get her head up above the water and get some air. And so uh, anyway, she kept fighting and the water kept pushing her around and everything. And point when she came up for air, she saw this tree that was standing straight up in the water that was unmoved by, by everything that was around it. And so she fought and made her way to the tree. And when she felt the branch, she pulled on it and pulled herself up out of the water. And, uh, and so she thought, praise God, I am safe. And then she looked next to her and wound up on a branch was a king cobra snake. And so she thought, seriously, I've survived all of this now and I'm going to die with this snake. And so uh, she remembered everything that she had learned. She remembered the authority that she had in the Holy Ghost, the authority that she had in the name of Jesus. And so she spoke to that snake and she said, I did not survive this for you to kill me now. She said, in the name of Jesus, I command you to go down in that water. Now, she's just a child. And that snake looked at her for a few minutes, and then it began to unwind off that branch and swam down into that water. And, uh, and she ended up being saved. Her mom and dad survived. They were able to be reunited. But the thing is, what would have been her life if she had not been taught as a child? You know, if she had not been taught in Sunday school what about Jesus, about the power of the Holy Ghost, she, she would have died. Wow. But because of being taught truth, being taught about the power of God, she was able to live. And then she was able to continue serving God as she grew older and survived that tsunami. So, you know, uh, that's just an example. It's just so important um, for these children because if they're not going to physically die, you know, the enemy wants them spiritually dead. Yeah. And so we've got to get them filled up and get them with the authority of God in their lives. So that way they can survive this life. In Jesus' name, brother, that is that was so powerful. Um, thank you for sharing. Yes, I I definitely agree, and I I think that especially in the world that we're like you like you um, you said earlier, especially in the world we're living in today, is that I don't know how you could go from pre-K all the way up to twelfth grade or here in Germany or university 
and not be distracted and not fall into these um, sinful traps. And so we definitely need um, our children or, or the, the youth and, and the little ones to learn from a, a young age the power that they have, that the power that's been given to them and who they really are as a child of God and the power in the name of Jesus and, and the truth of being filled with the Holy Ghost. Um, that was powerful, brother. I Amen. feel the Holy Ghost. I feel that was powerful. Um, question two. What sure. motivates you to reach children and, and what testimonies can you share of see, seeing uh, children you minister to um, be saved and or, or families being saved that, you know, started with the children or um, just seeing children be filled with the, uh, the Holy Ghost? Amen. Absolutely. Well, um, I've seen I've seen many children over the years um, filled up speaking in tongues with the power of the Holy Ghost. And, um, but one the thing that motivates me the most is they have um, they've done studies on, um, you know, different times when people come to God in their lives. And um, so the thing is, a person is most likely to stay serving for God the rest of their life if they begin to serve him and they truly get a good foundation when they are a child it lessens with the youth group and then it lessens even more so when they become an adult so someone is the most moldable um whenever they are a child you know that's your learning years and so um i want to see these children filled up with the holy ghost you know as a child so that way they have got that foundation that that spirit for the rest of their life you know and i want to see them as they continue in the youth group growing stronger and not weaker and then as on to being adults you know um and so uh i that's that's my big thing in every single service that the lord allows me to minister in i make it a priority to hit on receiving the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues, and being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. I break it down as best I can for the children to understand. And the beautiful thing is, too, you know, when you have adults that have never been in an apostolic church, they're mm-hmm. spiritual babies. And so, you know, they, under, they understand it the same way these children are understanding it. And I've yeah. had several children's revival services where adults are filled with the Holy Ghost, you know, right alongside these children. Amen. And uh, so, um, you know, it's a beautiful thing whenever you have a child that walks down to the altar, raises their hands for the first time, you know, uh, and they just begin to open up their heart and in all purity, you know, uh, they are pure hearts and open it up and begin to pour out all that they have to the Lord and uh, and to watch him begin to fill them back up. It's such a beautiful thing seeing their tears falling. You know, they can't fake that. They, that's not something that they can make up. You know, they're, that's, it's all sincere. And it's just such a beautiful thing. And uh, I've seen children as young as four or five years old, you know, receive the Holy Ghost. Yeah. And I've seen people in their, their 90s receive the Holy Ghost. So, um, so it's just a beautiful thing. But, but that's what really motivates me there is just I want to see them as children getting that gift to be able to walk with it for the rest of their life in jesus name brother that was powerful and i i definitely agree um wow and so yeah so so everybody knows um me and brother ethan met in Mannheim at a kids service or a kids conference um and it's just like you said brother sometimes even the ones that it's not technically supposed to be for as we all know 
God works in ways that we are is above our understanding. And sometimes we may it may be for the kids, but it may be for someone else as well. Um, and yeah, so the man high was powerful. And uh, yes, brother. So last question: What advice do you have for kids listening, or parents of kids listening? Well, never stop seeking. You know, um, and and just be sincere with God. He already knows you better than you know yourself. Amen, brother. And uh, and and don't be afraid. You know, uh, there may be things that that you feel you have done that you don't want to share with anybody. Well, Jesus already knows, so you know you don't have to be a, you don't have to hold that back from Him. Just if you want the Holy Ghost, you don't have to get the Holy Ghost at church. You know, you can get it in your bed. Yep. Um, I know many children that in services that they um, they laid down in their bed and they thought, I want the Holy Ghost. And they just raised their hands and they repented. And they said, God, I, I want your spirit. Jesus, I, I just want you. I, I want to speak in tongues. I want to be able to have that power. And in their bedrooms, when nobody else was there, God filled them with the Holy Ghost. Um, and so, uh, you know, and forever changed. Um, so, you know, you don't have to be at church. Um, and and I'm, I'm, I want to tell this, the Lord brought this um, to my mind earlier um, in preparation for this. And whenever I was eight years old, that's when I received the Holy Ghost. I was seven whenever I was baptized. And um, there was a Wednesday night that I was praying in the altar and just really seeking God. And I had been praying for, for well over an hour. And that's a long time for anybody to pray, especially <laughs> an eight-year-old uh, young, yeah. young boy. So, um, and I, I was getting really tired, but I just, I wanted the Holy Ghost so bad. And um, so I, I was just, you know, getting wore out. And all of a sudden, God gave me, as the first vision I have ever had in my life. And um, I had a vision. Now, the Lord speaks to, to will speak to you in ways that you understand, you know, yep. and and yep. for me as a child, I loved Christmas. I loved decorating for Christmas. And it's mm. what I understood. And so um, I in this vision, I walked into this room. There was a fireplace. It had a, a fire going. I, I don't even know how to say a perfect flame, but I mean, everything was perfect. And yep. next to this fireplace was a Christmas tree. And, uh, and the Christmas tree, it had all it was beautiful. It was better than anything I'd ever seen in a magazine. And underneath it was gifts and uh, perfectly wrapped. And so I walked up to this tree and I looked down and there was a gift that had my name on it. And it said to Ethan from Jesus, your (laughs) gift. And in that moment, I immediately understood the Holy Ghost was my gift. It was my promise. I had been baptized in the name. And then and that was my promise was to receive his spirit. And all I had to do was simply receive. And so I was tired, though. And so I, I thought, I, I'm done praying tonight. And uh, I could have gone home, you know, and gotten it. But I didn't. I wanted to wait until Sunday night. <laughs> I was a stubborn child. And um, <laughs> so uh, anyway, Sunday morning came. We had church. and went home. Still didn't have the Holy Ghost. I was going to get it Sunday night. And, uh, and so we go back for Sunday night service. Yep. And uh, before they could hit that first note of the first <laughs> song, I ran down to the altar and they started singing and I raised my hands and immediately I began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gives the utterance. In Jesus and name. Uh, my life was forever changed. So that's the thing, you know, uh, you're, you're going to receive the Holy Ghost whenever you're ready. 
Come the on. Lord's ready to pour out. But, you know, don't don't get frustrated with yourself if you haven't gotten filled up yet. It's your promise. It's your gift. You're going to get it. Just make sure that you have yourself ready. So, and God's ready to, to pour out to you. So, um, and don't, you know, you don't have to be like me. You don't have to be so focused on where you're going to receive it at. I mean, if you yeah. have your mind made up, you're going to get it on Sunday night service. I guess you're going to get it. But, you know, just be open to the Lord and he'll pour out his spirit to you wherever you are. So in Jesus name. Thank you, brother. Yes, um, sir. That was powerful. Thank you so much for, for sharing um, the advice, the testimonies, the story. Thank you so much. I'm grateful that God allowed you and led you to this podcast. I am Amen. grateful. I am grateful. And um, yes, God bless you, brother. Thank you so much. Is there anything else? Um, that you'd like to say before we go ahead and wrap this up? No, sir. I just want to say thank you, Brother Xavier. I'm excited that I've been able to make this connection and meet you. And and uh, I'm excited to see how God is working in your life and using you to reach so many souls for the kingdom. So God bless you. Thank you, brother. God bless you as well. And I'm sure we'll see each other soon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you again, Brother Ethan, for coming on. So powerful. Thank you so much, brother. Glory to God. Um, let's go ahead and wrap this episode up in prayer. And yeah, Lord and Father, thank you for this episode. Thank you, Jesus, for everything that you continue to do in our lives. God, I pray that you um, bless each and every one of my brothers and sisters that are listening. God, touch them, Jesus. And I pray that as they go out through their week, go out through their day, God, that this, this episode blesses them. In Jesus' name, thank you in advance, God, for what you're going to do. We love you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This has been another episode of Authentic Light with Xavier Warmick Butler. Now, if you have any questions, um, feedback, negative or positive, um, authentic.light on Facebook, authentic.light on Instagram. Shoot me a question, message, anything. Um, I would love to hear back from everyone that listens. Um, that being said, thank I thank each and every one of you that are that are listening. I love you all and uh have a good day.